that dude, we all used to party, do fucking blow, smoke weed, drink, all that shit. Allegedly. 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 He literally, yeah, he literally stopped everything 100%. And every shift he worked, he put like money aside to, to invest in hedge fund shit. And now that's his, that's his life now. Let me tell you that's something. Good for him. I would rather blow a guy in a, in a closet that Mike walks into while listening to jokes from ancient Mesopotamia than work in fucking hedge funds. All right. I'd, I'd rather have somebody blow a load of Mesopotamian jokes in my fucking mouth than work. In- what, are all these, what are all these references you're making? Working overtime. Serve beer at a Bushwick die Just trying to stay alive But it's so damn hard But I will not worry Though life ain't going as I planned I heard it be hard But it's so much harder well, I keep doing the best I can. Welcome in and welcome back and welcome under. Welcome to Under the Apron, the podcast that exposes the pink underbelly of the service industry. I finally got that shit right. Let's Nailed go. it, bro. Nailed uh, it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we have a very special episode for you today. Uh, we got one of Mike's friends on the pod again, and they've all been so good so far. And this this time, uh, podcast first, we just got a tour around uh, around a diner. For, so oh, yeah, great it's start. The deli, to the yeah, welcome to the deli. Let's go. We just we just walked around the fucking deli. We're getting after it. We're here for it. Um, check us out on TikTok. Check us out on Instagram. Thank you to uh, Private Jet as always for sponsoring us. I'm about to eat one of their edibles. Uh, as we jump Hell into yeah. the show, um, I also wanted to shout out because I realize I never do the art that's behind me on almost every podcast and even in the um, roundtable discussions, all that shit is my girlfriend, Natasha Tim. If you like art, if you like this art, she's very fucking talented. Check her out at Natasha Tim Paintings uh, on Instagram. So, uh, again, we got a special show. And as always, my co host, Mikey Bagadoosh. How you feeling? Bagaduches. It's Bagaduches. It's Bagaduches. How you feeling, man? I'm doing well, man. I uh, I um I just got the news that my uh, industry is uh you know the strike, this writer's strike. I work in film and TV now, and this writer's strike is catching up, and we're fucking shut down tomorrow. I just found out at around three o'clock this afternoon that I'm shut down tomorrow, so I'm not going to be going into work, which means we could do this podcast for like six, seven hours. We could pull a Rogan. Let's do it. Let's you fucking go, saying? man. Yeah. Let's, not, let's knock one out a day for like a week, and then we're good for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, yeah. Mike, I'm not, just so you know, I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, I actually mm. Shout out to my cousin, Jake Hammerschlag, and his beautiful new wife, Samantha, was at their wedding this weekend. Uh, it was awesome. We had a lot of fun. My girlfriend saw a Torah for the first time, or a Torah, the horror for the first time, which is when they <laughs> hoist you up on the fucking seats and everybody's doing that shit. And my girlfriend looked at me and she was like, oh my God, Jewish weddings are better than all the rest of the fucking weddings. So she, <laughs> she's ripe. She's ready to, to go. She, she wants to be held up on a chair. Um, Hell yeah. Shout out to Jake. But <laughs> while I was out there, I got sick. So I'm a little <laughs> under the weather. I need you to carry me. Piggyback. I got you. 
All right. I got you, bro. Well, hey, maybe you got to come in and stick more often. You'll nail, nail the intros. There you go. That's all it no. takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without further ado, I'd oh. like to introduce uh, uh, a dear friend of mine. We've known each other for probably going on 20 years now. Uh, what could I say yeah. about him that... What could yeah? What could I say about him that isn't written uh, on a bathroom stall in a truck stop on the New Jersey Turnpike? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's nice. But uh, Arden and I, yeah, Arden and I worked together at the cellar. We were I was a bartender. He was a server. I mean, goddamn, we spent I spent all of my twenties with this man. Legitimately, yeah. we went through we went through a lot of shit. We had uh, yeah. you know we had we had friends babies born we had friends pass away we had weddings we had fucking we had it all man we went through it all and uh he was a manager at the cellar as well he left the cellar to go open his own deli which he had been talking about for a couple years and he he owns it now if you're in north jersey check out jersey pride deli that's right yeah jersey pride deli look he's (laughs) jumping off right when i'm here we go yeah yeah get the menu in there jersey pride baby. baby Jersey yes, Pride yes, Daddy, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show, Arden Brad Cherick. <laughs> what an intro! Thank you very much. Uh, oh yeah. yes, I've known Michael a very long time. We, uh, I, you worked there before I did as a mm-hmm. bartender, and then I came in as a server. I think like after a second or third year. Yeah, and- it, was, it was it was early on, but yeah. Yeah, and then like we just had a very tight knit group of us, like uh, you, me, like you guys already talked to Lily. It's funny, she just called me back and was on the phone with me. And Mike's like, "Oh, you ready to do on this?" I'm like, "I'm actually sweeping talking to Lily right now." And I'm like, "Oh, I have to go. I'm going." I'm like, "Hot." She's like, "Oh, it's dope. I can't wait to listen to it." I'm like, "Yeah, I just want to watch what I say, you know? Like, I no, don't. I want to say allegedly before anything because this is all alleged." <laughs> And then, like, instead of names, I'm just going to say, like, letters or, like, close to it, you know, because I got, you know, I mean, I don't know who's listening, but, like, at the same time, like, Mike knows me rather very, very well, and we've caused a lot of trouble. I was with him and Geraldo on that morning at the, in the VIP back in the day. Yeah. So, like, there's been, we've, we've done some things. So, you also, I was honored. You also killed Geraldo. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> you guys it both like, it was a double homicide first off allegedly, allegedly and it was allegedly. like nine in the morning and it was right. like no like we're leaving there, another <laughs> of our friends g might have been there but i don't remember if he was it, it draw that was the best though man she, saw, she definitely stopped in that night Oh yeah, I know. It's just like. Oh, By God. the way, we, we so, can yeah, knock out. We can knock out all your fears. We'll just the 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 title of the this episode will be called allegedly. So it's all oh, under the umbrella really? of alleged. Alleged. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This is stories that I've been told from other people. Right. Okay, right. That, <laughs> right. That makes sense. Uh, all right. So I, I guess I'll go right. Uh, I didn't know. Like, do you guys want to pick a, a place? Like Mike said, I've worked everywhere. So like, I started at sixteen and like. Was a bus boy, but I've been like a cook, a bar back. I, I think this is where I'm going to go with. I'm going to go because uh, Mike won't know any of these stories. And I don't think I can get in trouble for any of them. So it's service <laughs> industry, but not like cook or server. I mean, I could do manager. Uh, I'm going to do I after I left the, the seller slash fat black, I uh, 
our friend who is a bouncer next door to the log got me a job as a security guy. And it was Ooh. like a cushy gig. It was, yeah, it was awesome. He got me a job. Uh, it was like 20 bucks an hour to work at Nobu. Okay. And right in Midtown. If you guys both know Nobu, it's yeah, owned yeah, by yeah. De Niro. And, and like, I just had to wear a suit and like look mean and like mean mug people. <laughs> just make sure nobody like took pictures of celebrities or like, uh, bothered them for autographs and shit. It was awesome. But I, I stood around and just watched people the whole time. My uh, boss there knew I had worked at the cellar. I, she like knew Artie and stuff. Uh, like, so like she, she like knew us kind of, well, Artie knows uh-huh. everybody, you know? So like I worked there. I assume you mean Artie Fuqua. Were... Yes. Artie Fuqua. Yeah. Oh, I think I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah all right yeah we'll blast already sure <laughs> yeah uh, absolutely allegedly <laughs> allegedly already <Fuqua. laughs> so my uh my boss jay like she if there was ever an issue at the place she would talk to me because i just stand in there anyway so uh our biggest things would be like you know beaver comes in he wants to use like the back elevator or and we're like no one cares you're here or like Drake comes in with his own security and they take up so many tables. I'm talking like he has like a booth for like him and his guests. And then they have like five two tops there in the corner for him. And like uh, they don't order anything like you're losing. It's a Friday night. And she's just like, holy shit, you know how much money we're losing because his and they couldn't fit in a two top. Like it'd be just one dude like in a in a booth. It's so funny. You're like, I'm like, why am I even here? But like, Amy, I don't care. Yeah. So uh, the first crazy story from this place that I worked, uh, thank you, my friend A, who got me the job. So other than that, I, I also had to be there for like uh, escorts. There were a lot of escorts at the bar. And you could always tell because I do just like walk eye to guy. And like they oh, didn't really speak very good English. They're usually like Russian or like Ukrainian or something. And you just see them go down the bar like you have to leave. Or if they're, or any, if they're like, any good, they don't speak English. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like those those were my job descriptions. And like if a bum was outside, be like, dude, move along. Uh, so, but all right. So first, the crazy story is. So I'm there, and a lot of the times, you know, the UN's up the road. So, like, a lot of, like, you know, foreign embassies come. So I think it was, like, uh, this guy from, like, Ghana or Iraq. I don't fucking know. Someplace he comes in. And, like, first we have to show there's, like, secret entrances there for this, mm-hmm. like, exact reason. So there's, like, a crazy back elevator. And then there's, like, these side stairs. And you come out of the side, and they can have a car waiting. And this and that. So these guys come in. I have to first. I have to bring them up to the roof. For like, they're gonna put a sniper on the roof. This is real. Uh, I'm like, I have an earpiece, and I was just like playing some crab game on my phone, and I'm showing these guys where they're gonna put a sniper on the roof. I'm like, sure, right, right here, man. Put them on the roof. This is where they are. Fine, great. So then they come in. Yeah, it was crazy. And then they're like, okay. So the next thing is apparently there's like, obviously there's a sniper on the roof. Like someone is out to like kill this guy, uh, the, the prime minister. So this, we, I have to like give the security with the GM, my friend Jay. We have to be, they, they want to have someone in the kitchen while they prepare the food. 
So they, they wanted to bypass any kind of uh, health standard or anything. Yeah. And just have this random man standing in the kitchen just watching everyone make food on like a Friday night at Nobu that's like sold out with like half the Rangers and Knicks there. And we're like, okay, great. So now I'm standing next to a guy who's standing next to a guy to make sure this dude's food doesn't get poisoned. And you just have to sit back for a second. It's like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this, this makes no sense. Like, this, so I have to watch and make sure this guy is watching this guy. Like, uh, uh, shoot. And so, all right, so that's the one. And then the other, I told you two quick ones. Yeah, yeah. The other one was, so like these, uh, you know, escorts were there all the time. And like every now and then they had two, they had the upstairs bathrooms where people would try to vape all the time. And I'd be like, dude, you can't vape in here. You're a fucking nobu. Like have a little class. Like you, just don't do it at your table. I already told you, like, I know you just did in the bathroom. So there was two downstairs by the bar. So like uh, two days before that, I swear to God, like someone either did too many drugs or something. And they were like out front. We had to call an ambulance. We thought they passed out in the bathroom. So now it's everyone's like, watch these bathrooms. Like people are doing drugs and stuff in these bathrooms. We're like, okay, great. So it's like, it's like, it's like a Tuesday or something, I think. <laughs> and, uh, like just a regular day, you know, yelling at escorts, making sure people don't bother Curtis Martin while he eats like his lunch. And, uh, all of a sudden, the bathroom's locked. No one can get in. Banging, banging, banging. This girl has a shit fit. My boss is like, what if someone's dead in there? We can't figure it out. Uh, so we call the cops to be like, we can't open our door, which is insane. You'd never think that they would call the cops. Eventually, the door opens, and it was a member of Aerosmith and, like, two beautiful women. And we're like, oh. <laughs> and then they just walked out the front and like gave a bum a hundred dollars and left. So, wow. I mean, yeah, they're just like, we're out. And like, I, I mean, what are you supposed to do? They're like, well, you should have barged in there. I'm like, you know, that seems unnecessary. Like, I, I thought someone was dying. But seems unnecessary and rude. Yeah. Exactly, man. You know, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Could you, could yeah, you I tried us? to be quick. What's up? Can you tell us which which uh, member of Aerosmith will bleep it out? Uh, you know who it was. It, he did not play an instrument. How about that? <laughs> allegedly. Wow. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Wow. So he's still, he uses he's still, a mouth instrument. Dude, they're still going for it like like it's the eighties. Because this oh, was a couple, what was this five years ago? This was oh, dude, no. I mean, I've owned the deli for seven and a half. If you believe Has it been that, seven, five. Wow. Well, two and a half with COVID. And like sure, I was sure, the sure. only one here. Like, right? Uh, you get any so, you get any celebrities at Jersey Pride? No, you when you came through, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, we had a good, we, we brought it old school. We drank some James in the kitchen. Hey, yeah. I made my <laughs> grub, bro. Aren't yeah, you the guy who paints all those porn sets? <laughs> <laughs> that made you. Those are that's those are great stories, Arden. Yeah. I fucking love that. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm sure that. Go ahead, go. Uh, well, no, just that, that story reminded me, I, and I, I've told this story on the podcast before, but uh, there was one time where I was working at a spot in Midtown, actually pretty close to Nobu, and uh, 
our fucking like the the staff bathroom was locked it was just like a one one stall bathroom that was kind of yeah. hidden and we couldn't get in there for like 45 minutes we finally broke down the door and uh macy gray was passed out <laughs> yeah. on the fucking toilet she had been doing like heroin or something and her fucking people yeah. had to run in and like like pull her off the fucking toilet and because wow. at that point after 45 minutes you got like Five waiters waiting to piss. So everyone has to piss. There's a line. It's a commotion. Someone yeah. better be dead. Yeah. Like, again, the, the cops were almost called. You you guys understand in New York, like you go to some another bar somewhere else. Like there's a line. You're like, oh, look at that line. It's for the girls' room. No, no, no. In the city and a club or like a high end, that line builds very quickly. Very fucking. Yeah. People gone the fuck out, man. Like, Yo, Arden, I, I mean, uh, you know, what, my my whole industry, my whole industry is shutting down right now. I'm gonna come work at Jersey Private. You let's go. I'm let's fucking go, in. Man. I'm fucking in. What's your credentials? <laughs> uh, Jameson. Podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> we only drink Ben Jameson's on certain days here. Allegedly, right. kind of. Uh, yeah. It depends on what we're doing. If it's St. Patrick's Day, all bets are off. There you but, go. Uh, if you need a porno <laughs> shot in your deli, he can paint it. <laughs> there you go, man. Yo, you know what? I, right. you know, I, have to, I have to quickly tell this story. Uh, uh, since you guys keep on making the, 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 the porn shoot, jokes when i was working at galapagos which was the first bar i worked at in williamsburg in 2006 uh towards the end before it shut down uh uh we started taking on a lot of random things like it, it was a music venue art space right so it was bands it was plays like fucking puppet shows shit like that and then there would be like techno parties at night whatever they started picking up random shit like weddings and like afternoon parties with kids and shit it was bizarre one day I show up in the morning, I unlock the space. I, I had to go to the hardware store. I had to make like a whole bunch of stops around Williamsburg. I come back, but like two hours later. Right. And I, I come in the service entrance, which is like this long hallway alongside of like the main space. And I come through the emergency door. And you know, when you open a bathroom door and either someone makes a sound or you see someone's like a, a part of their body and you're like, Oh, and you just like close the door. I open yeah. the I open the emergency door and I just see nude bodies, <laughs> right? And now keep in mind, this is supposed to be a, an empty bar. Like I didn't yeah. know I didn't know anything was going on. This is supposed to be an empty bar. I open the door, naked bodies. I'm like, oh, and I close the door, and then I'm like, wait a second, wait, this is my fucking bar. And I just open it. I'm like, dude, it's two guys. One one guy's on his knees, sucking the other guy's dick, and there's a camera crew around them. What? <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah. So so one of the guys that worked up. Did in the you tell office, him you were late because you were stuck in traffic? Or this, I tried, man. I tried. I tried. Yeah, I, I just I show up with the fucking with the stuff from the from the hardware store. Yeah, so, yeah. I always heard something was yeah, broken yeah. here. And I heard the, some uh, broken wood in here. <laughs> yeah. So one of the guys that worked in the office. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but he he did office work for a gay porn company in the city, and they had set up a, a, a porn shoot the night before, and no one let me know. Oh, so, yeah. So it was it was a legit thing going on. They were shooting a porn for this company, but no one told the person who was the director of operations, like the daytime operations. <laughs> no one told me, so I just showed up from going on a, a run to the to the fucking hardware store, and there was a, a gay porn being shot. 
So is that, is that when the light bulb went off that you were like, I could be making more money working on gay porn this sets? Is, You're like, this, I'm is my, this, this, is this, is my, this is your origin story? This is my origin story. <laughs> <laughs> First executive oh, producer. Yeah, yeah. No, I can do this. I can do this. Dude, you, so, you weren't at a gay bar. You were looking for new talent, huh? That's okay. <laughs> happy Pride, by the way. Yeah, uh, happy, Pride, happy Pride. That's right. That's I'm right. glad that we're not uh, in the village, Mikey, for the the Pride Parade. That was like one of the crazy nights. That SantaCon and Halloween. Dude, <laughs> don't work. Well, SantaCon was 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 they they x that shit immediately. But Halloween and and Gay Pride were always two of the craziest nights. I heard Bro, SantaCon's dude. worse in uh in in Jersey in North Jersey, like Hoboken. That's supposed to be like a fucking oh, mess. Dude, it is. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like how they got rid of uh, Hoboken St. Patrick's Day. Right. right so right, many right, people right. were getting so hammered. The, the line would start at uh, like three in the morning to get in. And by the time you got in, people were like throwing up in a urinal. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad I waited five hours for this. Like, you know, I'm 40. I'm almost stuff, 42. Man. I'm good. All right. I don't really need that. <laughs> All right. Well, we've gotten to know Arden a little bit, uh, allegedly. And allegedly. Uh, and now we know how Mike got his, uh, his the, the instinct to become an artist. So it's a beautiful start to uh, to the pod. Yeah, uh, let's let's true. move right along. Uh, I, Mike, you got a hot topic for us? Oh, we jumping right into hot topics? Yeah, let's go. I'll do it, baby. Let's All right, go. hot topic. What kind of nice orange shirt you're gonna buy? <laughs> what was that? He said hot topic. I asked what kind of corn shirt you were gonna buy. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, Arden, have you heard the intro music for it yet? When you're listening to this episode, it should be playing right now. Yeah, you got to hear my intro music. If you hear the intro music for it, it's my it's my new metal uh, uh, intro I that I made it. for it. You know how oh, I do. Damn it! You know how yeah, I do. Of <clears throat> All right, everybody. Stationary shows. Let's go. All right, Arden. Fucking let's fucking pipe down for a minute here. Mike's <laughs> hot topic. All right, bud. All right, Mike's hot topic. Uh, taking you just a little bit farther into the pink of the service industry. Oh wait, <laughs> I, bo- I botched it. I botched it. Let's do it one more time. Let's do it one more time. Welcome, everybody, to Mike's Hot Topic, digging just a little bit deeper into the pink underbelly of the service industry. Ooh, uh, fresh. Okay. I, have, I, have no, I have no good titles for today's Hot Topic other than the history of the guy walks into a bar jokes. Okay. All right. Okay. So this, one, this one's taken us way back again. This is sort of like my first hot topic. We're going, we're going, actually going farther back than my first hot topic, which I find very surprising and fucking amazing. Really? But we're going all the way back to Sumer. We're talking the fucking the first civilization of known to man. The very first Samaria. civilization known to man. Um, uh, uh, Sumer was in the historical region of uh, southern Mesopotamia, which is now modern day Iraq. Um, a, a clay tablet, which, you know, all the Sumerian tablets, they were all they were all done with clay. Uh, a clay tablet excavated in the late 1800s. Yeah, bro. A, a clay tablet excavated in the late 1800s, about 200 kilometers south of Baghdad, uh, has what historians believe to be the first. Uh, 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 guy walks into a bar joke. Get the um, fuck it's out kind of, of, yeah, dude. It's I, kind I, of. I uh, find it's, it hard it's, to believe, man. Dude, check this out. Check this out. So, so it's it's up for it's, debate. Are you gonna hold up the joke, or are you gonna read it? 
<laughs> so it's up for debate as to exactly what the joke means. Um, uh, uh, and, and some people think that the punchline is a pun that may be incompre- it's incomprehensible to a modern audience. We just don't know all the references. We don't know what life was like back then enough that we would get the pun. But, all right, here it comes. Ready for it? I changed it a little bit because it was written as a proverb and it's like basically writes his poetry, but I'm going to give it in a guy walks into a bar format. All right. So a guy walks into, uh, excuse me, a dog, (laughs) a dog walks into a tavern and he doesn't, a dog walks into a tavern and he doesn't see anything. He looks around and he says, should I open the door? (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, so 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 my my interpretation is that it's so. First of all, this is pre electricity. So he walks into a tavern. He doesn't see anything. He says, "Should I open this door?" That would be the only light source, right? Right. So is it like a? I don't know if it's a joke about. Is it a joke about dogs? Is it a joke about light? Is it a joke? Some are saying that the word for tavern could also be brothel. So is it a brothel joke? You know, it's hard to tell. Um, Well. The what? dog thing is a lot of times in Egyptian mythology they they use dogs uh, to symbolize death, right? What was the uh, god of know. death? So they they say that dogs are very uh, the use of the dog in old myths, especially around the world, like in South American Indian. There's always a dog, and it's always like knowledge. Or shit right. like that, whatever God it is. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's like they turn. Don't turn your head to knowledge, or turn your head to knowledge. Maybe. Well, is it don't, don't close the door or open the door? Uh, so he says, "Should I open the door?" Because he can't see anything. So maybe he just wants to. Knowledge wants to be blind. He's stupid. Could be. I don't know. This also predates the Egyptians, though, by like a thousand years. So it could be. Uh, you know, like I said, there's differing opinions. This is. This is. Uh, this is another one. Um, oh, but yeah, just I'm sorry. To, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, not. no, no. You're good. You're good. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so, so essentially, that's the first time that joke uh, uh, really kind of comes up. That format, at least, that feels like that, right? Um, yeah. And it basically goes into the obscurity for fucking centuries. And then in 1952, in the New York Times, uh, uh, the, the there's a joke that was published called the consummately dry martini. Right. And uh, this one also barely comprehensible to, I think, the modern ear. It's a little it's it's oh, it's bad. So I'm just going to go for it. This one's a little easier to to knock out. So a man walks into a bar, he sits down and remember 1952 man walks into a bar, he sits down and he says to the bartender, I would like a very, very, very dry martini at the ratio of 25 parts vodka to one vermouth, right? The bartender's like, well, okay, all right. But he, he fucking, he's a professional. He does his job precise, 25 to one vodka to vermouth, right? As he's sliding it across the bar, he says to the man, would you like a twist of lemon with that? And the guy says, listen, buddy, when I want a goddamn lemonade, I'll ask for one. And and that that is the joke. That's the joke in the New York Times that apparently brought the bar joke back to uh, back to you know modern culture. And uh, here we are, years later. Yeah, 
I, I'm going to drop my my per, my personal bar joke um, that I, uh, if you guys don't mind, very quickly. Go for I it. wrote this one. Well, it's a it's a. I wrote part yeah. of it. I, I took a couple of different jokes. All right. Um, so this bartender, sorry, this uh, time traveler is sitting at a bar, and he just finished eating his meal, but he's still hungry, so he goes back four seconds. And then he says to the bartender, uh, excuse me, sweetheart, if uh, I told you you had a beautiful time-space continuum, would you fold it against me? <laughs> time traveler walks into a bar. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I love how, did you guys, did no one, did no one get the first punchline? When you held it because he went back in time? No, the four seconds. <laughs> He went back four seconds. Yeah, Nobody yeah, on that? I got it. We got it. We got it, man. Hey, man, didn't, even, didn't you, didn't you work at the fucking comedy get... cellar for like 10 years? You didn't pick up any fucking talent from those people, bro? <laughs> good. People on the set of Borns are easily amused, apparently. Uh, yeah, more than you would ever know. No, it was good. Everything. So, all right. There's a reason why none of us are performing tonight at the comedy cellar. Uh, uh, let's let's move on now from a guy walks into a bar into a guy walks into Topic Roulette. Uh, for yeah. those of you at home who don't know what Topic Roulette is, myself and Mike have come prepared with a topic about the service industry. Arden has come prepared with a topic about the service industry. We don't know what each other's topic is. We're gonna we're gonna say what it is, and then we're gonna talk about it for about about eight minutes, and then move on to the next. So, uh, why don't we start with you, Arden? What what do you got for us? All right. I was actually uh, talking to one of our similar friends, Gabriel, the other day, Michael, and it was uh, Ooh, Gabriel? I started, I'm like, um, I'm, yeah, I talked to Gabriel the other day. Yeah. Dude, I'm lonely here. I'm by myself. I have headphones and I make a lot of calls to people. You know, yeah, the dude, when you Gabe, the Gabe always picks up too. Gabe always picks up. He will. Yeah. So my question to y'all, or topic, I guess, is what do you think is the best well, I guess not best or most accurate depiction of a restaurant or bar in television or movies. All right. And second part of that, which of those bars or restaurant would you want to go to? <laughs> Fair enough. Huh. Well, yeah. I mean, I could at least say not maybe necessarily in terms of the realism, but uh, the staff of the waiting, I would definitely fuck with. Yeah. But they, it's, they it were, is absurd. It is highlighted, they, like uh, yeah. And, but they were also fucking professional. Like J Justin Long's yeah. character was fucking on top of his game. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. were all fucking top notch. I'm trying to think of other ones. What, what, oh, there's what, so many. So so Arden, we 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 actually did this once on the podcast. I'm 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 happy to do it again. Oh, did you do this already? Yeah, yeah. But I would let's do it again. I would love to. And we never talked about which one we were going to. But but let me let me yeah, run. All right, then do that. No, yeah, but so first of all, what we had uh, said on the podcast before is waiting almost lives in a different world because waiting to yeah. me is about as perfect as it can get. Yes, it's a little bit over the top because it's a fucking movie. It has to be. But yeah, that's the closest thing I've ever seen to like. That's what it's like to actually work in a restaurant. You know what I mean? Um, as far as the groups and the camaraderie, I 100 exactly and sort of like yeah. the vibe of like a shift like that. That's how, you know, it's they don't play it up. It's just a bunch of assholes who you got to go uh, bring their food. But um well, uh, Party Down is a good one if you guys have ever seen that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's always sunny. 
is a hilarious. Yeah, but one. you wouldn't get turned. You'd be no. You would never get fucking turned. You would never. Yeah, you'd be like waiting for, for a drink for like two hours. You would walk out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cheers um, sounds great, but they have like no music, right? Like, what are you going <laughs> to listen to these schools talk to? You don't fucking know any of them. Like, have, have what you guys seen? What's the show on? Is it HBO? I, I don't know, or whatever. The, the that's like huge now, and it's about cooks. I don't know. The Bear? The Bear. People are obsessed oh, with it. Oh, that's on FX. Right. Like, that is a great show. I, I've heard it's great. I haven't seen it. Yeah, me uh, Bro, it's got Lip from uh, Shameless. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed uh, to be great. I, I, I uh, haven't that, seen that one. Trying to think of I, what, I liked it. which bar or restaurant I would want to go to out of a fictional. Maybe uh, maybe the bar that the fuck, that Homer Simpson goes to where Moe's the fucking, Mo? uh, yeah. <laughs> go hang that's out with Homer for a little bit. <laughs> I would drink with Barney. I'm down with that. That's Fuck a good yeah, answer. Dude. I okay. think I have drunk with Barney a couple of times. Dude, I know a couple fucking Barneys. <laughs> if we're talking if, if, and Carl, yeah. If cartoons count, then I'm going to do uh, Skeeter, Skeeter's Bar in South Park. Okay. Skeeter, now yeah, Skeeter's yeah, Wine yeah. Bar. You they know, took just, her Just so I can get into it, they took her job! Yeah. Yelling, <laughs> yelling match with everybody, you know? That's the... Uh, Dude, how sick would that be it if you could just walk in? too on the taps, right? What was that? What? It just says, like, beer on the tap. It's just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not yeah. anymore. Now he's got rosé and shit on tap. <laughs> right. Have you been watching it? It's Skeeter's Wine Bar now, dude. They fucking got oh, gentrified. No. Come on, man. Randy is one of the greatest characters ever made. It's pretty Definitely. much the Randy show now. Now, and the boys are there to help move the plot along. It's true. <laughs> Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick from New Girl, and they they had a bar. I don't know if you guys ever watched fucking yeah. uh, New Girl. No, but agreed. He, That's a good one too. Yeah, he was a great bartender character on a show that wasn't really about being at a bar, but there, a lot of it was shot at the bar. I wouldn't necessarily want to hang out there, though. I don't fucking know, man. Where would you guys hang out? Where would you hang out, Arn? What, do you have? Uh, I mean, I, there's there's like the bar from. Uh, how I met your mother, you know, you could have a drink of Barney. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I, I'm going to cheat because I thought of this question to just say the cantina in star Wars. Okay. Because yeah. Why would you not want to have a drink there and, and yeah. watch you know, get shot and shit? That perfectly. That's my question. That also perfectly feeds into a topic from a previous episode about uh, robots in the service industry. That's right. So we, Dude, that googly eyed fucking thing in the supermarket i hate them (laughs) wait what's in the supermarket what what's in the supermarket you haven't seen these no we live in brooklyn bro there's no robots there's no space for robots in our grocery stores (laughs) there are these things that are like i'm gonna say like four or five feet that like go up and down the aisles I don't know if they're like scanning UPCs or like cleaning the floor, but they put these two big googly eyes on it. Like it doesn't look creepy. And it's so fucking creepy. It just comes (laughs) up and down the aisles, man. And I'm just like fucking robots. I I don't like how robots are taking over, man. Not great. No, dude. Right now, there's a there's a thing. This this is the one that bugged me out the other day. I forgot who I was talking to. So So like an AI robot figured out a problem it like couldn't solve. So what it did is it made a listing on like monster or like a board to like hire someone that could solve 
the fucking problem for it. So like it what? paid someone else to solve its problem. Like that's what? terrifying. So man. we're outsourcing Yo. AI to help us solve issues, and AI is outsourcing humans <laughs> to help the humans yeah. solve the AI issue. It's a full fucking circle. It's crazy. It's, it's, fucking it's crazy, like when. Man. It's like when Mike walked into that closet and he found a new job. That was crazy too. You know, it's fucking. I was actually, full walking, I was actually walking out of the closet, around. Space time continuum. Uh, I like your phone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. Well, no, it's not good. So, which so part would we go to? Set up a Zoom meeting. Are you kidding me? I couldn't even set up a Zoom meeting before you guys got here. I know. You yeah, Arden, you're first to go, to dude. Too? You're fucked. I, no, I don't like you first. <laughs> They're like, he hasn't adapted. <laughs> We're going to replace you with Chad GPT. Computer hears me talk shit all the time. It was like, no, I'm not going to turn the camera around. It already knows. It's already listening to me. Yeah, we, for those listening, there there was about forty five minutes before we started recording where Arden was trying to figure out how to use his camera, and we were just looking at different different portions of the fucking diner. It was actually kind of dope. It was just like little still shots of the diner, and then like Arden's hand or his face while he's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Well, like I said, we're keeping it all in. It's it's, yeah, it's all yeah. it's a long time, man. I was fighting. I felt so bad. I'm like, I should have probably allegedly not done smoke <laughs> in my kitchen before this podcast but i mean i had i had to stand in the rd line restaurant depot is the worst i mean it's great for deals but like the people there are just the worst yeah they are i like the people who work there they're cool it's all the other assholes that like sure. bring their kid who wants to like ride the fucking blue thing around like we're at bj's like get the fuck out of my way i'm here once a week dude i know where everything is what was yeah, the yeah. What, what was the movie about the girls who like danced on the bars on the bar oh, coyote ugly coyote ugly that's another one i would go and i think yeah. i actually oh, have been yeah. to, i've been to coyote ugly the actual bar so there you there you go it's yeah. up the road on mcdougall from us from where the, the right. seller was there was yeah, one, yeah. there was one also, or I think it might have been their sister bar, but it was on uh like 14th and like 10th. Uh and right. I, went to, I went to that one. Um don't go. Don't go to that. No. <laughs> I bet there, it, there's bras from the ceiling and it smells like vomit. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easily. Right. Yeah. Now, um, they might have right, so, tables, don't touch it. That was uh, that was the topic of what bar would you go to, and yeah. is AI taking over the United States of America? Um, <laughs> we're going to move on to our uh, topic, and I and I love it because we almost jumped into this conversation organically, and uh, I kind of steered clear of it. Uh, but Arden, you're the perfect guy because you've been in the industry for so long. Mike has been in it for so long. I've been in it for so long. So the question is, when do you know that it's time to to move to a different spot. When, what are the signs of like, I've been here too long. It's not, I, I, I can't do this much longer. What, what is there an actual time cutoff? Is it more of a feeling? What is that feeling for all of us? I could, I could hop on that first. If, uh, if yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to, well, I'm going to chat GBT my answer. So you, you tell me. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> So uh, Arden, Arden will know this one. He's, he's very familiar with this one. Um, and this, this story actually led to a bit of a, a small legend at the cellar that, oh, I'll just tell the story. So uh, I would Go say that it. my answer, my answer is that when you start, when I would start to see my personality shifting, 
and seeing myself do things or say things that either is not something I usually say or do, or that like when I think back on it, I'm like, you know, just makes me fucking cringe, like down to my core. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, When I was working at the comedy cellar, uh, (laughs) such a ridiculous, it's so ridiculous. Uh, You know, it's just like one of those, you know, it doesn't matter what it was, but it just, it pushed me over the edge. Uh, I got an order. I was, it was during an opening shift and it was a strawberry milkshake, Uh, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It was a strawberry milkshake, right? It was, it was a, a, probably a kid sitting at a table. Yeah, right. Child bitch, that son of a bitch. I'm just trying to enjoy my early morning shift. (laughs) Exactly. So it was me. It was me and Angelica. I can't remember who the other server was. uh, uh, The the other server was, but um, so I get the strawberry milkshake. Not a big deal, right? Don't like making milkshakes, but not a big deal yet, right? I go into the to the to the low boy fridge. There's no strawberries, right? So I run upstairs. I get some strawberries. I put them on. They're frozen. I put them under the <clears throat> under the the um, the hot tap to get them to start softening up. I'm like, all right, no strawberries. Let me go at least grab the milk and put the milk in the in the thing and me grab the ice cream. I look in the fridge. There's no milk in the fridge. I I'm like fucking so mad. I go back to the to the to the walk-in cooler. I grab all my milks, put them down. I'm like, all right, let me scoop out some ice cream. I go down to the fridge and there's no fucking ice cream. I slammed the door to the fridge down and I was like, motherfucker. Right. And, the, and like in the middle of a, a, a dead restaurant, middle of the day, there's like literally one family. And I knew right in that moment, it was literally exactly in that moment. I grabbed my phone and I texted Liz. I was like, Liz, we got to have a conversation. And she no. came down a couple minutes later and, and uh, I gave her my two weeks. So that was at the cellar. When I was working at that one's a, a, a slight, that's just a, a little mini example. When I was working at the, at the, what did you say? I said, it's a little mini. Yeah. Dude, and then so, so, the, so the, the legend that came too. from that. Huh? That was the worst. You, had, you needed a key to go upstairs at the cellar? Yeah, yeah. Right. It was it was a whole fucking thing. The, the, so that became like a small legend where people called when they when they wanted to quit. They called it strawberry milkshaking. That's right. And and I would meet servers years later like, oh, you're strawberry milkshake. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> when I was working, when I was working at the at the at the sake bar, I had two incidents almost the same weekend where this first one's kind of funny. The first one, this girl who was being annoying the whole night, she asked me if I would change the music. That was music that I put on. And she said, could you put on top 40? And I, I leaned into her and I said, I would rather fucking die. And dude, her, her boyfriend, her boyfriend fucking cracked up and she was like all upset. And like, she didn't tip me or whatever. That was, that was one. Two nights later, I had a table of like eight people. And long story short, there was one girl at the table who was hammered and she just wasn't fucking paying attention, like asking questions. And I would answer the question. She'd ask me the same question again. And I was like, I was like, you're just not fucking listening. And like, I like slapped my hand on my leg. That's just so not me. You know what yeah. I mean? And like the yeah. same thing that night I texted Satsuko and I was like, yo, we got to have a conversation tomorrow because shit's not okay with me anymore. But yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do, you, what do you think? Okay. Uh, <laughs> those are good, Mikey. I need a strawberry milkshake one. It's all yeah. funny works. People, you work hard and then you come in for, you're like, I'm going to leave everything prepped for the late person. Or you come in late and then they, they, you know, they did jack shit. That's so yeah. infuriating. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'll say anytime that I've 
quit or left a job I've definitely left in like the middle of service. I think I was at like TGI Fridays or something on the line. And I was just, it, it, it always comes to the point of like, I can find another job doing this exact same thing. Totally. You know, even right now, like I, yes, I own a deli all as well. I could just, I have knife skills. I know how to cook. I'm good with people. I guarantee if I got in a car and went somewhere, I was like, yo, I know how to clean. I'm a hard worker. I show up on time. Do you have knife skills? And I cut some shit up. They'd be like, you're high. Yeah. So staying somewhere for the fact of, or the second, it's either that of just being like, it's, so I guess it's more of like when you're either underappreciated or just pushed so far yeah. that you're just like, why am I doing this? Does that, right. does that make sense? Kind yeah, of? 100%. Like, I mean, that's why I have my own place. Like yeah. I, I, enough is enough. Like I don't have to do, if I didn't want to mop and sweep right now, I could just leave. But like, I, there's a standard that should be set. Right. So like, yeah, do, but other people, I, I think I was at a bagel shop. The guy is like, he hired me and then I'm talking to him. I'm like, all right, so how often do you clean your walk-in? He's like, how often would you clean it? I'm like, I don't know, like probably once a week. He's like, okay, you're going to clean it once a week. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I'm like, how often do you clean out like these coolers and shit? He's like, well, how often would you do it? And I'm like, by the same amount as the thing. He's like, oh, you're going to do that. And then I'm realizing, I'm like, I'm just telling you what to more do. shit for myself to do here. Right. And then after like, a, a, like, I think it was like six months, seven months, obviously need the money. I'm like, can I get a raise? Like no one else is doing anything. Like you guys don't even clean this fucking grill anymore. Yeah. I come in, yeah. it's like black. Like yeah. it's not hard. You put a little bit of lemon juice and some fucking <laughs> grill cleaner and you put hot water and you almost burn your face off with steam. It sucks, <laughs> but you have to fucking do it. And then it yeah. just, they leave it. So like the first thing, if you guys ever worked on a flat grill, the first thing you cook, it just sticks. And then like everything burns. Some people are like, why is everything burned? It's like, cause some asshole. So like, it's again, it's when your work ethic and standard isn't to the either being abused like you, Mike, or like pushed over the top. You're like, why the fuck am I putting myself through this? Like, this is destroying yeah. myself. And it's not like you didn't find an instant job instantly. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I, I think, you know, for me, my path has been, and I've also noticed it a lot in the people who I've worked with. It, if you work at a shitty place, you work at a shitty place. You're going to fucking hate that place from the beginning. And, you know, if I can give anybody advice out there, if you're working in a shitty place and you keep telling yourself you, you, you got to quit, but you don't do it, just fucking quit. Because there's a thousand other jobs out there and the really bad ones Correct. are bad. But most places live in a certain gray area where nobody fucking loves going to work, but at the same time, it's a decent place to go. You're going to make some decent money, et cetera. And in that space for me and I, what I've seen with other people is there is a fucking, there's a timeline. You get in there, you're kind of excited. It's a new place. You know, you don't know the thing and you're out of your comfort zone. You're meeting new people, whatever. You, you haven't gotten so fucking worn down on this place, even though it's the same job that you had. Yeah. Just because it's a new fucking yeah. place with new fucking people, it does change your your vibe a little bit, right? And then you go, you do that for a little bit, then you get used to it. You, there's usually about a, a sweet spot where you're feeling good, you know the fucking job, you've you've gotten in with the right people, but you haven't been worn down yet. And then that sweet spot lasts for maybe a year if you're lucky. And then you just start to. It, I think it's it's just nature. It's human nature. And almost, and you would have to have the greatest fucking job in the world, especially in the service industry, to not eventually, after a year or two years or three years, start to really just 
kind of not want to be there anymore. That's just mm-hmm. kind yeah. of, it, it comes along with the territory. And for me, Mike, you mentioned like knowing that you're doing like my alarm system is when I like consistently hate going to work. When mm-hmm. I commute to yeah. work, I'm like, I like I'm in such a bad mood just because I have to go to this place. That mm-hmm. that's that's my like <clears throat> final red flag. Something's oh, got to yeah. change here. And sometimes it's not the place. It's not because of any one thing. It's not because anybody was an asshole. It's just I've been here too fucking long and done the same mm-hmm. yeah. thing for too fucking long. I know all the regulars. I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, yeah. your, your ex is a waitress there dating some new douchebag kid. You can't stand. Exactly. You fought the cook like eight times. He doesn't even cook your meal anymore. You're right. like, what am I doing with my fucking life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the girl doesn't seat you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The regulars, are, you got yelled at for giving a, a buyback. You're like, dude, this is my sure. fucking job. I've been doing this yeah. for years. <laughs> Art, but it, you know, Art, to, to go along with that exactly, Art, I'll oh. say his fucking name. I don't even care. Mine was, I was sick of fucking having to do Mache's goddamn side work. That was what it was. It was fucking yeah. Mache, dude. He never did his shit ever. And I was sick of fucking coming after him about it. And that was where, that's where it came from, man. Yeah. I know him. Yeah, I get I it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I live with Mache. I understand. I know. <laughs> our, our, there were always fucking dirty dishes in our sink, man. And we were never home. Oh, yeah. His name's Mache. His name is Macha. 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 Oh, Macha. I was about to say, like, didn't he blow up recently, Macha? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he has, like, a great job now. I forget what he does. He's always trying. Anytime I go on social uh, media, which I've never am, he's, he's like doing some... fucking, he's doing fucking hedge fund shit, bro. He's, he's like, a fucking he millionaire. Yeah. 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 He's <laughs> do that guy. Talk about getting out of the service industry. As much shit talking as I'm doing about Macha right now. He fucking put his eye on a prize and he went after it like a motherfucker. That dude, we all used to party, do fucking blow, smoke weed, drink, all that shit. Allegedly. 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 He literally, yeah, he literally stopped everything 100%. And every shift he worked, he put like money aside to, to invest in hedge fund shit. And now that's his, that's his life now. Let me tell you that's something. Good for him. I would rather blow a guy in a in a closet that Mike walks into while listening to jokes from ancient Mesopotamia than working fucking hedge funds, all right? I'd, I'd rather have somebody blow a load of Mesopotamian jokes in my fucking mouth than working. What are all these What are all these references you're making? I don't even understand what's going on. Why? A dog walks into a bar and doesn't work fucking hedge funds, all right? A dog, a dog walks into back. a dick. I can start cleaning boots and, and knees and legs. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, uh, I, I always try to, I, I'm, I'm a lot of times on this, on the podcast, I'm like speaking to, uh, a, a, a not real, a fictional listener who's like just gotten in the service industry and for some reason has found our podcast oh, yeah. and is listening for, for, you know, sage wisdom. And I would just say, don't, most places are going to have an expiration date. That's just the reality yeah. of the situation. And as silly as it sounds, moving to a new place really does have, it has a a positive effect. So if you feel yourself stuck, you don't even have to quit your job, but maybe just get one shift at another place so that you can balance the two out. Well, I mean, I think you should be able to switch up your spot a little bit. I mean, I used to move a lot where I live now. It's like the longest I've lived 
since I like grew up. Like I, I moved so many times. You heard all the jobs I have. I would just move somewhere and get a new job. And it's not yeah. hard. Like you, you work, you go to a bagel shop, you say, I'll cook in the morning. You show up at three. Sure. Yeah, I've done this. I can, I can make bagels. Like I'll do it. And then you find another job at night, like go to a macaroni grill, go wherever. And it's nice. It's fun at first, as you said, I like embrace it. But there's going to be, I, I don't know. I guess you're right. There is like a, like a process, right? Like there's a point where you're just like, why am I doing this? But that's any job. Yeah. No, I mean, it's any I, job. I know sure. people, yeah. Like, could you, all right, here's a question. Could you ever, as you said, you couldn't be a hedge fund guy. Do you ever think you could have like an office job, like sitting on your ass? I don't think I could, man. I, and I, I, I started my, my professional career, like the second job I ever had was in wall street, which is why I say oh, that I, I'd rather have somebody, blow, I'd rather have somebody oh. blow a load in my mouth than yeah. we'll ever do that again. Uh, it, but no, I, I don't think I could. <laughs> I get it now. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what I'm saying is Mike hire me. I'm here. I'm obviously I'm ready for the job. But I'm not uh, wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually think I, you know what's funny. Pants. He's not wearing pants. <laughs> uh, but I, I, uh, I, I, it's funny. I don't know that we've ever mentioned this specifically on the podcast. But to your point, or uh, I think one of the reasons why I've stuck around in the service industry and why I, I gravitated to this is because I I just can't do the fucking I can't do the nine to five. It's not in me. But it's part. Nope. It's part ADHD, and it's also part just like something in me. Like I, I, there's a couple boundaries that I have in my life, and that's one of them. Where I'm like, I'd rather be homeless on the street than have to fucking show up in a suit and tie and sit at a desk and stare at a computer and do something that doesn't mean anything to me. It just drives me insane. So the the service industry, at least, it's constantly moving, and you're mixing around with people, and you're doing things with your hands, and you're fingering some waitress, you know. Yeah, a legend. a legend, or a man, or a man, Michael. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Happy. Pride. I mean, dude, I, I don't know. That's, I can't. How, that's how I met Arden, actually. <laughs> that that's not allegedly. That's a true. That's a fact. That's yeah, true. That's the that's first true. thing that's a fact on this fucking podcast. We're playing a hundred legends and one podcast. But do do either of you guys? I mean, I I feel like I have my answer because I know what you what you guys have done for the past twenty years of your life. But do either of you think that you could do a, a nine to five, sit down at a desk type of de- type of thing? No, no. It, even so, so the job that I do, I work p- painting movie sets, right? But I'm actually like mostly a shop guy, which means I like take care of the shop, make sure all the all the materials are there and organized, and make sure that all the scenics can can find what they need, you know, as fast as they can, so they can just keep working. Um, but on the last job, I was the lead industrial, which means I was ordering like every material, you know, uh, organizing materials, getting onto trucks, going to different locations, even that. But that being said, I, I'm still working on movie sets. I'm still helping scenics move, move paint around, moving materials around. I even was doing some yeah. scenic days. Even that much office work where I had to write fucking emails, I had to do, I had to put fucking credit card receipts into 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 like a, a system uh, i had to do all uh, these fucking things dude even that shit man was was fucking with my head at a certain point it's just like uh i don't know let me put it this way like anything where i'm getting emails instead of phone calls and i have to write a one sentence response in an email yeah. i'm fucking out dude yeah. i'm out yeah. like no way no way yeah. it's not for me that's not that's not my some people thrive in that place i fucking crumble in that place yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me. Talk about like 
get, uh, pulling a personality out of me that I don't like, that I'm not usually there, that pulls it out of me like that. Yeah. Like super fucking quick. I want to be like, you know what? You don't like the way I wrote my fucking email? Go fuck yourself. And I'm done with this job. Like that's how, that's how I feel about that. And I can't break myself out of that, nor do I want to. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, on that point, you guys have a podcast for a reason. We're all so like, I'm the same way. I like talking to people. I like different problems. If, if I have, like, we all have bullshit work in any of our job. It could be answering emails at the end of your day. It could be uh, your drive to work. You know, you're, you're driving, but like, I mean, what are you going to do? Listen to a book, listen to music. It's You can do other things, but there's some jobs where you can't shut off like that. You actually have to pay attention to some mind-numbing shit. Yeah, I'd yeah. much rather have things thrown at me. Like I have three, let's say I have like two chicken parms, a meatball, I have the phone's ringing, I have a catering later, my fucking pasta's oh, yeah. on. Like I have a lot of shit going on at once, you know? Yeah. Like where's my bread? It's my boar's head showed up. Dude, they showed up at 1245 today. I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, show up in the middle of my lunch, assholes. I'm like, like my, my staff gone. Like she's like, don't put that salami away. We need it. And the guy looked at her like hey. me and me. And I'm like, God, I love you, Dawn. Like, we needed that fucking salami like two fucking hours ago. I'm selling <laughs> Janot at a regular price because you can't show up on time. Yep. There you go. But uh, I'm sorry. That's a little <laughs> no, round. No, no, fuck them. <laughs> no, I love it. Fuck Boris. <laughs> allegedly. Man. <laughs> fucking one o'clock. You show up with my order. I've been here since six fucking 30. <laughs> you guys understand. People don't understand in the service industry. It's yeah. every week. I can give you my order on fucking Monday, dude. Just show up early. Dude, call you the fucking delivery guy right now. Open. We're gonna we're gonna chew him out on the pod. Call yeah, him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, let's do it, dude. Uh, anyway, so no, I uh, I like having to like solve lots of problems, and then at the end of the day, where I'm mopping the same floor and like cleaning and sweeping or like stocking drinks, stocking chips, figuring out what I got to do. Like I like the. Uh, the challenge of that, you know, like yeah. you have to adapt. You have to be quick. No two days are the same. The cleaning might be the same, but like, again, I, I'll put on music. I'll, I'll smoke a J or allegedly. And oh, then right. like, I, I clean what I have to, I stock what I have to. And then I, I, I go home and it's, I, there's no take home work really from, I mean, owning a business there is, but like as a server or a bartender, you're not like, oh man, I gotta answer that email. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You you clean up, you close out, and you go home. You're done. You're off of work. Like it yeah. doesn't. So your next day until you show up, there's no oh man, like I that my big report to do next week. Like yep. no, yeah. yeah, man. I I I also I have a theory uh, that the. It, most so kids who I grew up with, my my cousins, my friends, everything, right? I've noticed that over time, past twenty five, I've can I've noticed that like there's a separation in terms of who I am compared to even some of my closest friends, and I I think that part of it is most of these people have professional jobs, and mm -hmm. when you're at yeah. a professional job on a regular basis, and you have to show up five days out of the week in a suit and tie and you have to speak to everybody professionally and you have to, you have to answer all your, your emails professionally and you have to go to fucking this and that professionally. And basically what that is, is you're, you're not being yourself. You have to yeah. wash down yourself. You have to cut the fucking edges off and you have to be a very safe person. If you live that life five days a week, 
for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's probably going to seep into how you live the rest of your life where you're going to be a little bit safer and you're not going to let yourself kind of be the, you know, the wildest version of yourself. Meanwhile, the three of us fucking degenerates and, and all the people who I work with never, not only do they not have to water that down, they're actually being applauded for that. Right? Like if you're a fucking bartender, you're, you're yeah. supposed to be allowed foul mouth fucking drunk idiot and so you don't you don't you don't ever have to cut that out of your out of your fucking personality and i've noticed now when i go to meet up with my homies from high school they're great guys but they're they're their buttholes are a little puckered up and i'm like (laughs) you You know what i mean and i think honestly is just the difference between working in the service industry and working a fucking nine to five professional job for 15 20 years sure i agree yeah i 100 agree with that yeah you know what's funny too is I think also like, I don't know, I, I've always kind of, um, I've always been on a similar path and, but it's funny. I, I, I go to my, my high school reunions every time I've been to every single one and they do it every, we do it every five years at my high school. So they're, they're relatively often. Um, and I like the kids I went to high school, so I go, but every time I see them all, they're all like, everyone always looks at me like, Mike, what are you doing now? Like what? what fucking dumb shit are you still up to? But like right. in a good way, right. in a good yeah. way. And they almost, I swear, I think some of them look to me to see like the, the energy of the old days kind of, which like, I don't have that same energy, but like, Oh, okay, great. Like Mike's still fucking making music and like Mike's still drawing and like, yeah. you know, he's, he's married now. You know what I mean? It's a little different there, but like, you know, I, it's kind of, it's interesting that, you know, it's not like something I'm looking for, but by the end of the day, I'm like, Oh, that's great. Like no one's well, being weird about the like fact that I'm still down. You weren't huh? thrown to a, a literal square peg of an off. Right, right. You, you weren't told to like wear a shirt and tie. Like when I was managing the seller, like they let me wear my cargo shorts and a med hat. Like they weren't like, no, you got to get a look more professional. Like they didn't care. Like yeah. it, unless you're a top manager somewhere, wherever you are, there's no like what wear non-slib shoes and black pants with a iron shirt. Like, I mean, it, it's the same everywhere. Like yeah. it, you can still like having tattoos or piercings. They're not, I mean, they're not going to give a fuck. They're not going to be like, Oh, well, look at this person. Yeah. Who gives a shit? They're the most most of the most interesting people I've ever met are in the service industry. I agree. And even you. when I travel, yeah, I like I, I can go by myself, sit at a bar, bullshit with a bartender for like two hours. Like I'll tell you. what do you recommend? What's here? Like what okay, give me that. And then the next thing you know you're bullshit with them. He buys you a shot. You're like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I'm gonna go, I don't know, I'm gonna go skate to Venice. Like, you wanna come? Like with smoke jay. Like allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And then like you just have a friend. People are like, how'd you do that? It's like, I don't know, I I've done that my whole life. But yep. Yep. you other people at a bar are usually wanting to talk to someone else. Or in the restaurant, you have to make friends with everyone. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it, it really does come full circle, you know, where like, I feel like in, in your mid twenties to early thirties, you, you, you can get, you can feel that like the people or your peers around you are like, you're still bartending, you're still whatever. And there's a little bit of judgment that comes along with that. But then once you break through that and you, you get into like your mid thirties and past that, everybody's like, Oh, I'm so fucking envious of you. You you still live your life yes. just like you still do your art. You still go. You still get fucked up at bars. Like I have a kid. I have a dog. I have a four hundred one k. Like I hate my exactly. life. And it's like <laughs> yeah, you, you just I have, don't play golf. You're like, oh yeah. 
If you're if you're in your late 20s and you're bartending, you're like, should I quit because everybody's judging me? Stay the course. Do that line of cocaine. Do this for the next 10 years, allegedly, and, and yeah. you'll come out on top. I guarantee you. <laughs> they'll come back. They'll come back. They'll come back. Yeah. No, there'll be a point where they're like, oh, you're like, hey. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. None of that's, I mean, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. I just, sure. that wasn't my, like, Mike, you finally got married. Like, yeah. But congratulations. Okay. I, uh, Thank you. Most people who marry, they like marry within the service. It's like a cult, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you understand a chef or like a manager or something, it's like, I get it. Yeah, I understand. Even yeah. now, if I try to date someone, they're like, hey, you want to go out for lunch? I'm like, what part of like I own a deli and I cook every day? Like I, I told you this, and I don't want to be rude to you, but like I last it's Sunday, I can't fucking do lunch. Okay, so right. they don't get it, and they're like, it's like when any place in the city, they're like, what are you gonna do for New Year's Eve? You're like work. I will yeah. work. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, alternative. Alternative lifestyle, like schedules, people can't lock that shit yeah. in their no. fucking brain, you no. know. And it really, yeah. does, it really does seep into your blood one way or the other. If you have it, again, it's just like you yeah. you, you notice that you become a little bit different than than your the, your counterparts who went down a different road. Uh, all yeah. right, guys. So that is the end of topic roulette. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and we are uh, running a little long, so we are just going to oh. move right ahead. <clears throat> All right, welcome everyone to Chris Marcello's Fast 10. Uh, if you're listening to the show and you're not familiar with it, or Arden, if you're not aware, um, the Fast 10 is going to be 10 rapid-fire questions coming to you. Take no time. Give me the first answer that comes off the top of your head. Are you ready? I'll be sure. Yeah, go. All right. Number one, it's always sunny in Philadelphia or Arrested Development? Arrested Development. Number two, if you could be instantly amazing at one thing, like in the Matrix, downloaded into the back of your head, what would it be? Oh, shit, that's a great question. Come uh, on. I want to be a professional skateboarder. That'd be dope. Sick. Sick. Uh, number three. Uh, like, the grind and shit, that'd be dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're a professional wrestler, what would your intro music be? Um, Big Baby Jesus, I Can't Wait by Old Dirty Bastard. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Number four. <laughs> that's a, if that's you long could, pop. Long <laughs> if you could office space one item in your deli, remember they took they took the, the printer out to the field and they beat it to death in office space? Yeah. If there's one thing you could office space in your deli, what would it be? Can I say my customers? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Why not? Yes, you certainly Allegedly. can. Allegedly. Allegedly, Not yeah. all of uh, them, but the people who are awful, yes. Sure. Take them right out back. I, I know you got at least one baseball bat behind the counter. Oh, all right. yeah, I got the uh, screws in it, like uh, Stranger Things style. <laughs> I get I it. You guys want to see it? I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number five. Would you date a girl that's taller than you? Yeah. Number six, Chihuahua or Pomeranian? None of the above. See, none of the above. Chihuahua. Fine, we'll take okay. it. We'll take it, fine. Number seven, do you prefer the winter or the summer Olympics? 
I'm going to say the summer. I don't really care about the okay. Olympics. Whatever. That's perfect. Number eight, ABBA or the Bee Gees? Bee Gees, hands down. Hell yeah, hands down. Uh, number nine, what's your greatest fear? I have a recurrent dream uh, where I drive around the reservoir by me and I drown in my car. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. I've had it on the same turn from like I was a kid. I've had it so many times. And like once I'm in the water and I'm trying to get my seatbelt off, I wake up. That's fucking brutal, dude. Let's talk about that more at some point. Um, All right. And number 10, closing it out like always. I think I'm going to know the band. But if you're going to prison for the rest of your life, you could bring one CD. Oh no, sorry. Oh yeah, I, I'm switching this one up. Sorry, I'm switching this up. This, sorry, I just I just mind fucked myself. All right, <laughs> okay. I'm switching up the usual, and I'm doing. You're going to prison the rest of your life. You can bring one album with you. One be? album. Yeah. I'm gonna throw you off. I'm gonna say Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Let's, let's okay. go. Okay. All right. You know. You know what I was gonna guess. Pearl Jam versus fucking PJ, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> Pearl Jam versus or Yield. They're both fabulous albums. Or yield. Okay. Dude, Floyd is great. I can't tell you how many times I've allegedly to be lost in the woods, <laughs> munching on things and listening to Pink Floyd, and it bangs every time. Oh, Those it's the are best. great. It's, the lyrics great. are fabulous. Dude, uh, home, home once again. I like to be here when Hell I'm yeah. when I'm when I come home cold and tired. I love to warm my sing bones. It, baby. And sing fire. it, baby. Sing it, Arden. Oh, you know, I, I can't sing a lick, but I, I blare. It. I sing so loud. I can't. I'm like the most tone-deaf bastard ever. I was like, Mike, that first, that first question got me. Fucking, uh, it's always sunny or arrested development is a tough one for me to answer. I, I, I couldn't give you an answer. I mean, I could, I could say one, but I wouldn't really mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm an arrested love- guy. I'm an arrested guy, but <laughs> I, my wife, my wife is, is, is an always sunny girl, and we're, we're, we're split on that one. I actually came up with that right, right before we started filming. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like them both. I yeah, just yeah. arrested, arrested. Is more subtle. Yeah. It's always Sonny's first like seven seasons are just unbelievable. Yeah. But <laughs> the the way Arrested's jokes are just so good. I mean, and the like, cast is wow. like you got Crofts and Forte and like, you know, Dude, they, they do the they chicken set dance. Up, it's, they set up yes, jokes set up for jokes entire for, seasons. Yes. It's crazy, guys. <laughs> no, it, it's some of the smartest comedy writing you'll you'll ever uh, you'll ever see. If you haven't watched Definitely. the rest of the development, get out there. Uh, also, um, obviously, it was a mistake that uh, that I forgot to mention the Marcellus top ten. But just like the mistake of you walking into that broom closet and finding your new job, I think that this current mistake just had a light bulb go on in my head, which is I think. For those of you at home who listen regularly, now that it's Mike and I, and we haven't gotten through a single fucking episode without fucking up a decent amount of of some of the show rundown. Intro. Play play a drinking game at home. Just drink every time we fuck something up. As far as as far as the show goes, or bet your friend about whether or not we'll fuck up each part of the show. All right, and see how drunk you get over the course of an hour. 
And make sure to, to tweet us or hit us up on TikTok about it, please. There you go. I love it. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> wow. Instagram, TikTok, we're all over it. Private Jet, uh, we appreciate you. Natasha Tim Paintings, if you're interested in the in the shit that's behind me all the time, the shit, the beautiful work of my lovely girlfriend. Um, <laughs> and as Arden runs away to, uh, hey, Jersey Pride, baby, let's go. Kelly and Catering. <laughs> Uh, if you're ever in North Jersey, check out Arden Jersey Pride Deli. Um, and we are going to end the show with a joke or a quote from our guest Arden, who has been fantastic. Arden, it's been really nice to get to know you. A little oh bit. yeah, very nice to meet. You. Hell yeah, Arden, so good to see you, man. It's been it's been too fucking long. Last time I saw you was when yeah. I stopped in that time, and uh, we were playing phone tag last week. So I'm I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Glad this all worked out. Um, all right, Arden. So I, you're you're uh, you're taking us out on a joke or a quote. What what you got? I'm gonna keep it simple. I don't know if anybody's done this yet. Uh, I'll just say that fear's proof that God likes us and wants us to be happy. Yeah, I love it. There you go. There you go. Who said that? Who said that? Ben Franklin. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's like I ever did. Quote. Like I mean. The guy invented everything, had a harem. I mean, wasn't wasn't exactly in shape, but still got it done. Like, good for him, man. <laughs> He's now. living like a fucking rock star, dude. Yeah. Dude, I he guarantee if, he did cocaine. I, I was going to say, if he lived in modern day, you would have found him in the bathroom with those two escorts. Yeah. Like, legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> him or Edison coming out, you're like, I knew it. I knew it. That's how you guys are so smart. Shout out, exactly. shout out to Ben Franklin. Um, and, and Edison, yeah. Hey, that was that was a great Ron, way to, nice to meet you, man. Thank you guys nice for having you, me. If you ever need me again, tell me. Yes, please. Got next, you, time, next time we get you on, we're gonna we're gonna call Boar's Head on the show and, and tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. Oh, you guys can sit back and hear how I talk. I'll be very polite at first. But I'm gonna be like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I. <laughs> Just go to Shoprite after me. I don't think Shoprite gives a fuck if their meats come in at two o'clock. I go to Delhi. You're coming in the middle of my fucking lunch. I was so angry. I was so fucking angry. But like, I, I feel like those guys are gonna like come later next week. Now, if I really get you know, no, no, right, they listen to the pod. All right. Uh, well, fuck Boar's Head. Art and pleasure. Everybody, Bye, thank guys. you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Love you. Goodbye. Later, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.